0: to the sometime spouse podcast i am christy ogle the host of the sometime spouse podcast and today is ask a realtor with our realtor expert bonnie dominguez welcome bonnie
1: hey i'm so excited to be here yes and Give all the information that we're talking about asking a realtor.
0: Yeah, so she's one of our experts that's on Ask a Realtor. Bonnie, where do you service? What's your service area for realty?
1: Um, primary is Bell County, uh, but I would say consider all Central Texas because... You know, even in Bell County, sometimes driving from where I'm at, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to get to the other side of Colleen, and then driving to Waco is, like, the same. So um, pretty much all, all of the area of Central Texas.
0: So she's got, like, Fort Hood, Killeen, Belton, Temple. You've got Waco in there, too. That is a huge area, but Bell County's ginormous anyways.
1: It is. It is. And then if you think, you know, sometimes – If you're in a bigger city, sometimes it takes that long to get, you know, 15 minutes. So it's like, oh, it's really not that big of a deal
0: because we're not stuck in traffic. No, no. I was somewhere the other day and I was like, oh, I was in Waco today. And I'm like, this is traffic. I don't have this kind of traffic in China Spring, Texas. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I like it when you can just go, and I'm so if I have to drive forty five minutes to an hour, it's probably okay, and that's time needed. Yep, yep. <laughs> mental time sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, do you have any unique hobbies? Do I have any unique hobbies? Well, I have a lot of things that I'm
1: involved in. So, um, as far as like fun, I guess uh, that would be more of just like I meant I was. Uh, I think you remember I'm a former hairstylist and so yeah. always have a thing for be So my my hobby, I guess, would be uh, this fun stuff right here that I put on my nails so um,
0: they can be addicting. <laughs> that would probably be my biggest hobby right now. And this woman, like she shares her addiction. Like, thanks, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what's funny is because real estate is so time-consuming and you get caught up in the day-to-day My daughter is 22 and it actually ended up being a way where we could like share something and do something together. So that's even though, you know, we've been playing with this stuff for a little while. um, She's kind of left me a little bit. So I'm trying to bring her back in like, hey, this is supposed to be mom and daughter time. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) but it is a lot of
0: fun. It is a lot of fun. These are like these nail strips that she sells are like you put them on and you don't have to wait for them to dry or anything. It's crazy.
1: You can just get up and go. And if you're in the car in between clients and you're like, oh, my gosh, because that was actually some of my problem before, like signing contracts and things, people are looking at your nails and you're like kind of like trying to hide it. So if you see that you have a bad set on, you just grab another pack, put it
0: right on and voila. Wow. Yours look a lot better than mine do. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. This <laughs> so, is a lot of fun. So so how long have you been a realtor, Bonnie? Oh, gosh. So going on, it'll be eight
1: years. Yeah. Wow. So, time is just flying by. And I did hair and real estate for a little while simultaneously. And now I'm getting... How long ago did I quit doing hair? Um, Because, you know, both of them are not easy businesses and they both are client based and you have to build a little bit before you you get into it. A lot of people think that get into real estate and, you know, you're going to just go sell all the houses (laughs) and it takes a lot of work Um, and you don't realize
0: that till you actually get in. Yeah, it takes some time to get a business established, right? Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be real estate, but if you, it takes time, especially when you have to build something, you know, so... One step at a time.
0: I was talking to a guy yesterday who he was telling me about his business. It was some sort of app that he developed. And he said, well, I expected to put it on social media and it to take off overnight and get thousands yeah. of orders. Like, that's what we all expect, but it never happens. Right. Thanks, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's that whole iceberg effect, right? So you see
1: the success. Like, somebody did that and they're, like, just shining through and you you're like, well, I want to do that. So I'm going to just put my stuff on social media, whether it's, you know, promoting your real estate business or, or whatever it is. And you don't realize everything, all of the no's that it took to get there, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, all the frustration of how many times do I have to put this on social media? Even though everybody's looking at it, mm-hmm. we're actually kind of against Facebook or they're against us. Like, what does Facebook
0: let our audience see, too? We were just talking about that a little while ago, just trying to tag people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Facebook algorithm, I could put something up at 1 o'clock and then put mm-hmm. something up at one ten, And it's a totally different group of people that Facebook will mm-hmm. show it to. Right. So I post about 7 to 10 times a day, but it goes mm-hmm. out to groups of different hundreds of people so yeah facebook is crazy with their algorithm and it's really hard to figure out that is so true that's so true because i've had people ask well
1: how many times do you post on facebook and it's like well sometimes you have to post 10 or 20 times a day just for it so yeah um and you have to just not feel like you're spamming people. Mm-hmm. And obviously you wanna give good content so that you don't
0: feel spammy. Cause if you feel spammy, you probably are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bonnie, are you a buyer or a seller's agent mostly?
1: I would say seller's agent. Um, right now we probably have 95% of our business has been listings. So um, now that's definitely not always been the case. Um, because it is always easier to pick up buyers. So the first three years, three to four years, I was primarily a buyer's agent. Um, And then after that timeframe, usually that's kind of too when the turnover of your clients, if you did a good job the first time, they'll call you back. So those people that I helped buy the house, now they're like, okay Bonnie, we're thinking about selling. And so that's where it starts turning. So just in the last couple of years, it's been changing more to a selling agent.
0: So when you're getting people to list their home, there's some certain turnoffs to buyers that they need to really watch for. So let's just talk about like, I'm looking to buy a house and I'm Mm -hmm. starting to pull up to a house. What are some things that sellers should think about when they're having people, buyers come look at their house, some turnoffs?
1: So, I mean, when you have a buyer coming up, uh, first impression is everything. Um, so curb appeal, start off with the curb appeal. What does it look like outside? Um, you know, is there, and sometimes you can't do anything about your neighbors next to you, but yeah. you can try to do everything that you can to your house. So um, just making it clean. Um, and I always try to use the the phrase of, um have you seen a magazine and you like the way the magazine looks now you don't have to do all those things to it keep it simple but just make it like when you pull up what do you want to see and if you hate the way your house looks every time you pull up into the driveway well then it's probably something that somebody else might think the same thing and um because whenever I am working for a buyer I actually do have people go drive through the neighborhood pass through see what you think because if you don't like that then that's probably not the one. So, curb appeal is probably the very first thing that I, I start recommending to do something.
0: So, if you've got a motor sitting in your front yard, you that's might... probably gotta go. <laughs> you need to move it right? <laughs> probably Yeah. Or if your Christmas lights are still up in July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those that are celebrating Christmas in July. <laughs> My daughter last night was listening to Christmas music. I'm like, yeah. really? She's like, yeah, it's really hot, Mom. I'm like, okay. Right. Whatever, whatever. Well, you know, Christmas is
1: positive, so some people need the positivity right now. So
0: yeah, true, <laughs> true. And they definitely need it, because this is the world's, it's the world's longest spring break. Right, for sure. Yeah. For
1: the kids and the parents.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So... When somebody's, they've got the curb appeal taken care of, they've got the yard all mown and, you know, pretty stuff outside, but when Mm -hmm. they walk in that first impression, what's some bad first impressions you've noticed at some houses that you took buyers into? I would say smell smell because that,
1: um, depending on, you know, the house itself anyways, that's probably the one thing. Like you open the door, sometimes you don't even have to walk in the door and you can have an odor. So if you have pet odor, um, anything like that, that would probably be the one. Because I have literally taken buyers into a house where there was pet odor and we didn't even walk in. Like Mm -hmm. it was that bad. So um, you don't want to have that because then you're not going to have anybody taking a look at your house and saying, okay, we can get rid of this because people are wanting to buy a house and they don't want to do stuff to it. That's probably why they're getting rid of or getting out of their other house is to buy something that maybe they don't have to do anything to. And if they have to do that, because with pet odor, it's not carpet, it's not just carpets. It's the padding. It's the, you know, the air ducts. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I guess if it's that bad, it could be the walls. If you have cats and dogs that maybe pee on things, you know, so... Having pets, even though it just reminds me of that Febreze commercial, you know, when you're uh, when the mom walks in and it looks like socks, dirty socks, but you're like nose blind to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can get that way. And so if you somebody else doesn't tell you, it might hurt your feelings. Yeah, true. <laughs> that, that's what we're here
0: for. So listen to your realtor. Yeah, it's really important to have a realtor and not just go out and do it on your own because they're professionals. They sell houses every day, all day long, so they really know what to look for when a buyer's coming into your home.
1: Right, right. And then, you know, just talking about what you just said, doing doing it by yourself, well, 98% of your buyers are represented by a realtor. So if you don't have one, or if you're not using one, you're actually limiting yourself to only 2% of the buyers that are out there. And so, you know, unless that person is driving through your neighborhood, because that's the neighborhood they want to be in, you know, you've just limited yourself because when it goes into the MLS, because you've listed with a realtor, then it's getting out to, you know, people, we have agents coming all the way from Dallas. They won't find
0: it if if you're not in the MLS. So makes it a lot harder. That makes a huge difference. Now, you said pet odors. So I have been in a lot of houses. Some people are getting ready to list their house within the next couple of months. They'll call our handyman service and cleaning service to come in. I remember this one lady, she, I walked into the house. She'd been hoarding for, like, 30 years Mm -hmm. and she had cats everywhere I didn't even know I had to send it off to biohazard because I I had no clue or did I even want to touch it right but her cats interesting thing about cats is cats will mark their territory Mm -hmm. so they'll like pee on the walls and the owners don't even know Yeah. And it's like this awful smell. I mean, I remember walking in, not only was the odor horrific, but the fleece, they Mm -hmm. bit my ankles. Yeah. Have you ever had that happen or roaches (laughs) or something else crazy like that, Bonnie? I I have um, the
1: fleas. Oh my gosh. I got down from a car or from my car and stepped out and looked down and my ankles were black. And luckily, I was doing a preview, so I didn't actually have the buyer meeting me. Yeah. And so I, I left. I mean, I got in my car and realized that, oh, my gosh, there was no way to get the fleas. So the fleas are now jumping in my car all over me and, you know, called the buyers. And I'm like, this place is infested right now, so I think we'll wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. And so that was definitely a huge turnoff. Um, and then after that, they didn't even want to see the property. I bet not. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. That have was the first time and that was bad if you've got it that bad
0: call bug guy
1: yeah yeah i mean their whole yard was so i can't even imagine what being inside the house was you know wow just all over you like that
0: so. oh my gosh what about when they walk in and it looks like grandma's parlor and it looked like there's stuff everywhere i've heard to not have a bunch of stuff out when you're you're selling a yes. house give us your opinion that, on
1: that definitely so so simplifying and i go i always go back to the magazine look because usually when you're looking at a magazine you're like oh that's pretty i like that well most of the time there's hardly any things there it's you know one vase on a on a counter or one picture on a wall Um, typically you don't see like family photos, different things like that. And not only just for the look, but also the privacy too, of the homeowners. Um, because you know, they go and they're all looking at your, your family and then they see you they're like, Hey, that's their house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just for the privacy, but it just makes the house when you take all of those things out and remove as much as you can, the rooms feel bigger. Um, you just have a more streamlined, just showing and it feels better so um because yeah if it if there's a bunch of stuff in the room you just feel like claustrophobic and it's hard to really like
0: look at the house because you're looking at the stuff what do they do with all that stuff bonnie what do you recommend because they can't like put it all in the garage and
1: Well, a lot of times, depending on how much stuff they have, um, that's actually the first thing I recommend is I always tell everybody, hey, look, do you plan on moving? We know this house is going to sell pretty fast, especially in our market right now. Um, So just pack it up, put it in boxes and, you know, line it up neatly in the garage. So just throw it in there because you want them to still see that. Uh And then they think how much storage space they have, you know. Um, But, yeah, I just recommend You know, if they have too many oversized pieces, then it's like, okay, we probably need to get a storage for a month or so. But um, I start off with the garage because at the end of the day, I am trying to help them save money. And so, Uh not asking them to go pay for all these things is is definitely what we try to do first. So,
0: so. There was a story of a, a realtor here in the Waco, Texas area that I think it was six or eight months ago. She went to go do a showing and somebody had left there. Uh, I think it was pit bull dogs out and she got bit and the oh. lister got, or the person viewing the house got bit too. Is that an issue with pets? Um, I...
1: I would say, I don't know if it's an issue, but it's definitely something that should, like before you actually have the house on the market, make sure you're having all the conversations about your pets, you know, do you wanna take them with you? Um, If not, where will they be? Um, I usually always put a two hour showing um, requirement prior to. So like, if you schedule today, you can't get in two hours prior to the hour that you wanna go see. So you can't show up in 15 minutes probably, and to prevent something like that happening, um, that way it's like, okay, we know that there's dogs. And usually if there's, like, something like that, it'll be, like, a, a note to the agent in the MLS uh-huh. saying, hey, you know, they do have pit bulls. Beware. Um, in case."
0: put their dogs and pets away or take them with them? They, they've seen both. I've seen
1: both. Um, because some people, when they go to work all day, they just... Put them in a kennel. Yeah.
0: So I have seen both. Mm-hmm. I have two boxers. I couldn't let them be at the house at all because they would just be so loud. <laughs>
1: well, and that's so. There's because there there's some houses you go into that they have pets and you don't. They don't have the odor. Like there's nothing uh-huh. you could tell. Um, there's even people that will put the kennels away, put the dog bowls away where you can't see them. Wow. And so they take them with them. And so then the people don't even know that there was pets there. And so it takes away some of that, like that first objection. Oh, well, you know, it's got dog hair everywhere or whatever. So I have seen that too, where they just remove everything. Like it goes into a cabinet, you know, and nobody even knows that there's a dog there. So um, ideally that would probably be the best situation for everyone.
0: Uh
1: Um, Then, you know, At at the end of the day, it's that first thing. It's the objection because that's what we're always fighting is the objection. Well, do you want to put an offer on this house?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Another thing that um, I've noticed because we get a lot of people that have just bought a house or they're getting ready to put a house on the market with sometimes spouse. And uh, we had a call earlier today, this lady that had purchased a home and somebody was supposed to clean it before they purchased it. But they got Mm -hmm. there and it was dirty. And she said, Christy wouldn't believe how dirty the shower is. She Mm -hmm. goes, it was supposed to be clean before we moved in. Can you be out here today? And I said, of course, we'll send one of the girls out there and get you taken care of. But that's got to be a huge turnoff having a dirty house because you want to move in and it be ready. Right. Well, and not only that. So sometimes people
1: think even past the, the dirtiness of it and think, okay, well, if you didn't clean your house, you didn't take care of it. What else did you not take care of? So. The cleanliness, um, yes, it's definitely a turnoff. But then it it brings up a lot of other things, like because if you're just neglecting your shower where you've got mold and you know all the cockings coming out, it's like okay, what else? What else is there that I can't see? So, being clean or having it cleaned is definitely good. But you can tell when it hasn't been well maintained for sure.
0: Yeah. Another thing um, I've heard just from doing this podcast is um, to have good lighting. Yes,
1: for sure. Um, well, because the lighting, um, it it makes it bigger, like, and especially like if you have painted walls that are all dark and you have dim lighting, well, then that goes back to that, the, the feel of the room and it just feels small, even though it may be just as big as the you know, 20 by 20 master, and then you're in another room that's just paid all, painted all dark, but they have two totally different feelings, yet they could be the same size. They just feel different because of the colors.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do people still have wallpaper in 2020?
1: <laughs> you know, I've started seeing a little bit more, <laughs> actually. Um, it's more of the trendy, modern... Um, but you know, the flowers and everything, uh, most of that's all gone because the people that are buying those houses are usually remodeling them.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I had this wallpaper on my wall that was just teddy bears. Like that yes, probably wouldn't yes. fly today, would it? No, probably not.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> you have like the vinyl and it's in a nursery that you can take off. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my gosh. I remember that. Oh, yuck. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. So not so much today. It's usually being remodeled.
0: <laughs> I actually
1: do have one right now that is being remodeled and there is wallpaper with flowers everywhere. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! And you have to take that off in a particular way. You can't just rip it off of the walls. There's like a process. Max hates doing the wallpaper, but you have to do yeah. it right or it messes up the walls. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. So that's why
1: we leave it to the professionals. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Now Back to the professionals. Max went to a house the other day that they were getting ready to list their house and they had a tree growing out of their gutters. Have you ever seen that? Oh. Um, you know, <laughs> I never put anything past. <laughs> uh,
1: the, there's always something weird going on. And, you know, I guess the tree, maybe they lived there a long time and didn't realize it till it was already too late. You know, once they're getting that new roof or whatever, and then it's like, oh, gosh, how did that tree get there? <laughs> but then again, too, like I said earlier about cleanliness, the it brings up the whole point. How much are you paying attention to things? You know, yeah. what are you not doing
0: in the house? So people look at all that stuff yeah they do like should a seller hang out at the house if they have a potential buyer coming by oh no for sure not um for one you might have that
1: brown color on the wall and that could be the thing that um they're looking past and they're like oh my gosh that that color is hideous Like there's a why in the world and it could be the seller's absolute favorite color. So you're going to get your feelings hurt if you hear some of the things that they're talking about. But as soon as you hit or sign that contract with that realtor that you're putting your house on the market, it has to be a business decision. You have to get all of those emotions out of the way. And so by listening to those things, you know, that could have been your house you grew up in as a kid and all of the memories were made in that house you know all the fun times Christmases and Thanksgivings and it's sentimental and so you have to take the emotion out of it and so but if you hear somebody say oh my gosh this is ugly and they're just you know you're you can see them making faces well then You might not feel the same way when you get that offer from them about, you know, well, I'm not doing this. And (laughs) so (laughs) you have to it has to be business. And so by just cutting that part out, not being there is the best thing for you.
0: Wow. Wow. So, Bonnie, if somebody is getting ready to sell their home or even buy a house, even though you mostly do selling, how do they get a hold of you?
1: So you can Google me, Bonnie Dominguez, and you can just Google Bonnie Dominguez Realtor. That's right, right there on Google. Um, You can also call me at 254-466-0176 or find me on Facebook because I'm all over
0: the place on Facebook too. (laughs) You are. Mm -hmm. That's how I contact her is on Facebook all the time.
1: (laughs) You know what? It's so much easier. Sometimes I actually see those before I'll actually see a text. So.
0: (laughs) Now, you know, I always like to ask a fun question at the end of Ask a Realtor. So say you've been given an elephant and you can't sell it and you can't give it away. What are you going to do with an elephant? You can't sell it and you can't give it away.
1: Oh. Uh, Oh, man, that is that is a good one. Well, I guess... I mean, I don't want to make them work too much, but F- figure out how we can turn a new hobby into including the elephant. <laughs> it's trailers, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Just, love a t- it. just a- attach a wagon and that's how you go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and walk the dog, walk the
0: elephant. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to put it back to you. What would you do with it? <laughs> I would open up an elephant ride. I'd have to get insurance. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then um, I would charge people to ride my elephant. Because as I ask you the question, I'm like, how can I make money from an elephant? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, how can I monetize yeah. the elephant? Because I'm not going to, like, pet him or anything. He's going to be too yeah. big. I don't, I don't know. We might. <laughs> <Yeah>. And if <laughs> could be the new family pet. Sell the fertilizer. There you go. Because there's going to be a lot of it. There would be. <laughs> well, Bonnie, thank you so, so much for being on Ask a Realtor. It has been a true thank you. joy. Thank you. It's so much fun to be here. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this Sometimes Spouse podcast. I am Christy Ogle, and this has been Ask a Realtor with Bonnie Dominguez. Just Google her, Bonnie Dominguez Realtor. <laughs>